Good morning. It is Thursday, February 1st. It's four minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So yesterday, lawmakers were grilling Mark Zuckerberg, the Zuck with his jet pack. It was the big tech and online child sexual exploitation hearing. How many times have these guys been in front of the Congress and mm-hmm. whatever happens because of any of it? Nothing. Like they've been in front of the him and when it was Dorsey and the TikTok guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like these, it seems like once a year they're in front of the Congress and nothing ever comes of it. So what are we doing? Well, this time, Mark Zuckerberg, he apologized to the parents that were in the audience of this uh, Senate Judiciary hearing committee. And it was all because of Instagram contributing to their children's suicides or exploitation. Okay. So this is what is fascinating to me. These are minor kids we're talking about, Mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. Where, what role do the parents have in this? Because if you don't let them have access to it, none of this would have happened. Then none of this would have happened. Mm Mm-hmm. And is that thing a cesspool? Probably. I don't spend a lot of time on the gram. Isn't that what you kids call it, Kev? Mm-hmm. The the gram? I think they used to call that in like 2014. Uh, whatever it's called now. <laughs> and look, it's a bunch of people. And we've spelled this out how many, how many times about how when people get things like body image off people they see on social media, that is horrible because there's about a 98.5% chance that person doesn't actually look like that if you were to run into them on a city street somewhere. And it's a game through filters and whatever else of unreasonable expectations. Obviously, it's the internet, so you have a wide open world where anybody can comment or whatever. But when it's all said and done, while that thing may be bad and bad for kids, and I'm not going to dispute that, you're the parent. Mm -hmm. How did your kid have the thing unless you consented to them having the thing. Didn't Florida just pass a law saying that you have to be 16 or older to get on social media? But again, it's yeah. like the it's like the porn law that they're trying to pass here where you got to upload an ID to mm-hmm. view Pornhub. Go to some third-party verification It system. is not the government's business. And this is where conservatives or Republicans or whatever talk out of both sides of their mouth. On one hand, you know, and they're right on things like trans surgery. Parents are in charge of their kids. Parents should legislate their kids. Parents should govern their kids. Absolutely right. Until the day my daughter turns 18 years old, she is my property. And as long as she's living under my roof, she's my property. When she wants to venture out into the ether, hopefully I've raised her right, and she has the skill sets and self-worth to make great choices. But until then, I call the shots. Same way in your house. Mm -hmm. Until your kid... I mean, she's about ready to graduate college, Mm -hmm. but... She was accepting your money to go to college. Yep. You call the shots. <laughs> yeah. So to these parents of minor kids, where's your stand-up and apology? Because you allowed them to have the thing. So you're thinking that they're not being accountable for their own actions Everybody, and their own contribution. Everybody plays a role in this. Everybody has some blame in this. Is the internet a cesspool? Yes. Is social media a cesspool? Yes. But as a parent... You have to keep your kids away from that. So when it comes to accountability, I believe that Meta, they, they can't be sued. Well, or can they? Well, it's very hard. This is that. that, that uh, I mean, you sign the uh, rights, the right. agreement, terms of, of agreement. Well, and they have great immunity. Um, section 
two, whatever it is, there's a, and we've talked about it many, many times, that gives these social media platforms immunity because it was a very early days of the Internet mm-hmm. Act, which was designed, and it was actually a somewhat decent thought process by lawmakers at the time saying this internet is new. We are encouragement of freedom of speech and section 231, I think, or whatever it's called. And they carved out to say, Hey, you cannot be held liable. If you're going to allow people to have freedom of speech, then this is the new public square. And then you cannot be held liable. The problem is they've turned into both platforms and publishers. They're going to dictate what people can say, but then they can't be held liable for what people say. So if you're a conservative or you're Trump supporter during, uh, the creative jelly bean counting of 2020, if you post that, hey, you're out of here. If you post something about the COVID vaccine not being effective, hey, you're out of here. And that's where I get sideways on it is you can't be a publisher and a platform. You can be a publisher or a platform. They're acting as both. But again, parenting. Parents' job is to parent the kids. Don't let your kid have a cell phone with the internet on it. Don't let your kid have a computer that they can use outside of your supervision. Then there's a much greater chance these things won't happen. Well, it was a surprising event when actually Mark Zuckerberg, after he was getting um, grilled by uh, Senator Josh Hawley, that he got up in the middle of the hearing and he turned around and he did apologize to the family members. I'm sure that that is something his lawyers would have advised against doing, but uh, he did it and he talked to the the victim's parents that were impacted by the child sexual exploitation that occurred due to their usage of Facebook and Instagram. So you didn't take any action. You didn't take any action. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't compensated a single victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? And this is why we invested so much and are going to continue doing streaming efforts to, uh, to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer. You know, why, Mr. Zuckerberg, why should your company not be sued for this? Why is it that you can claim you hide behind a liability shield? You can't be held accountable. Shouldn't. OK, no. See, that pisses me off, Casey, because Josh Hawley, mm-hmm. you gave it to him. Now, not you. You weren't there in 96. Right. But you, the United States government gave it to him. Well, they didn't have the foresight or, you know, the foreshadowing to know what was going to come. But but, but, they, but that doesn't even count anymore because those guys have been in front of them so many times and everybody knows what the problem is. Everybody knows what the issue is. It, and thank you, somebody in the YouTube chat. I said 231. It's section 230. Everybody knows what the problem is. It's that they have this immunity. They could take it away from them tomorrow mm-hmm. if they wanted to. But the United States government, the Congress, does not want to because why? They're a very powerful company. And if you're a Democrat, they donate all sorts of money to Democrat 
causes and candidates. Meta, Facebook, whatever, super lib, Twitter, pre-Elon Musk, super lib. They had ample opportunity to do this. They are the bad guys, and this is what always happens. These guys, instead of raising their hands and looking in the mirror and going, you know what, we're just as much to blame for this as you are, Mark Zuckerberg. They make him stand up and grovel, mm -hmm. which he should, but they're, they should be groveling too. Well, the only reason he did do that is because he got called out and shamed for it. And like, you know, Josh Halley said, you're on TV. He didn't want to look stupid. But, you know, not only do they want to, the Democrats use them as donors, but they're promoting their talking points sure. as well. Here, here, here's the, here is the reality of the world now. And, you know, there's a famous song. It was Bob Dylan wrote the song originally, and then the Birds had the famous cover of it. It's called My Back Pages. And mm -hmm. the, the hook of the song is, I was so much older then, I'm younger than that now. Mm -hmm. And um, I see this every day in my life. And I, as I become an, uh, further and further into adulthood and move further and further towards older age, I realize this. But the world now that kids are in, like I grew up in a technology world. I had a computer in elementary school. I had internet by the time I was in junior high school. But the way that people communicated. It wasn't in your hand. No. And the way you communicated mm -hmm. was there were what are those chat rooms or whatever they called them back then and yeah. there were like four or five providers that had it and like i mean it was so compact relative to what it is today and so yes there were dangers people could get in certainly like shows like to catch a predator mm -hmm. expose those but the dangers of then versus the dangers of now and the connectivity of people they don't even they don't even compare. So, like, the things that I would do, uh, like any red-blooded American male, when I was 13 or 14 or 15 years old, like people who used to have their big brothers purchase magazines for them in the generation before, except mine was on the Internet, mm -hmm. and we chuckle about it now, it's now a danger zone mm -hmm. on the Internet, whereas before... It was sort of like you look back and go, oh boy, man, I was crazy back then. And now you look at it and you go, there's no way I'd let my kid anywhere near the internet without me over their shoulder. No way whatsoever. POS, parent over shoulder. Well, Ted Cruz was saying that, you know, there was this story that was exposed by the Wall Street Journal that said that not only were they there, but social media like Facebook and Instagram were actually connecting pedophiles with pizza code words. And Instagram's own algorithm was helping pedophiles find content and people. So not only were they just a publisher it was like they were contributing to it as well it's it's everywhere we'd probably need to have these guys back on the show every so often i, I don't obviously because i just don't have time anymore i used to watch all the time i isn't it amazing the time you had mm -hmm. before you realized you don't have time anymore mm -hmm. i ponder before you became a parent i ponder this all the time and i know we've had this conversation before but i think about when i was 25 years old i was self-employed and single and worked out of my house mm -hmm. and it was like i thought i was busy back then what did i do with all my time <laughs> what and all this is i used to really enjoy watching these it's no longer obviously done through nbc but these rogue bounty hunter predator catcher people and it's been a while since we've had one of them on and so maybe it might be good to get one of these guys back on or law enforcement or whatever because 
the government is right in this that Mark Zuckerberg and these platforms have created a cesspool for kids to be to be cyber bullied, mm-hmm. to be body shamed, to be preyed on by by deviants. But they are allowing it. It is 60 minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You did something last night. Oh, my goodness. And I'm hoping it was fantastic. Have it you, looked amazing. I, I don't I don't know what the third ring of hell actually looks like, Casey. Oh, but no. I, I might oh, have just quickly no. vortexed my way through it last oh, night. Oh, that's disappointing. I was hoping <laughs> My for... wife had a great time, though. Oh, good, good. All right. Well, we're going to talk about Rob's exciting social life next on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Wait to hear your review. Oh. It is 19 after 11 with Kendall and Casey. It's 93 <laughs> WIBC. So yesterday was uh, G's birthday. Happy birthday to her. Yeah. Uh, by the way, is this on the is, is is the Beatles birthday song? Is that on the White Album? Yeah, it is. And oh, that was, what are that the was odds a total. That? that was a total coincidence. Oh, that's so great. That worked out perfect. Yes, my wife's uh, birthday was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, Casey, you yeah. know. Um, I'm not going to say that I am God's gift to women. I'm not going to, I mean, Please I'm not, I'm not, not going to say, you know, I'm not going to say. Because when you say things like that, and then you tell people about property taxes, <laughs> you lose credibility. I, look, all I'm going to say mm-hmm. is I'm pretty proud of myself because my wife and I have been married for two years now. Mm-hmm. And, um, I am so attractive to young, beautiful women that she is still in her mid-20s and we've been married for two mm-hmm, years now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, look, I, I way outkicked my coverage. Uh, my wife totally doesn't do the internet at all, which is great. That's why we have been so happily That's married for two successful. years. And uh, she, she also doesn't listen to the show. Um, she says she gets enough of me the other uh, the other uh-huh. many, many hours of the day. Lucky um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so... Uh, it was her birthday yesterday. Yeah. Now, we we don't really do, and one other thing I love about my wife is my wife is a hot, young version of me if I were a woman. And because she doesn't, she doesn't do birthdays. Mm-hmm. She's not into, like, you know, giving gifts at, you know, holidays. She's low maintenance. She is as unmaterialistic mm-hmm. as she could possibly be, and for a thrifty person such as myself thrifty. this is perfect nice. yeah and our theory on birthdays and yeah. she shares this with me uh-huh. is the mother is who should be celebrated on the birthday yeah because the mother did all the work did all the work yeah absolutely I mean, at some point in your mother's womb god taps you on the shoulder and in your case said casey it's time to come out now mm-hmm. and you came out mm-hmm. you moved i have seen a childbirth in person now casey mm-hmm. you moved about 10 feet maximum during that whole thing <laughs> and all you were doing is going forward and some doctor extracted you from the womb mm-hmm. the mother on the other hand yeah well you know all about that i do i saw things that uh, it seemed like it was a real life Saving Private Ryan in front mm-hmm. of me that, during mm-hmm. that childbirth, and nice. I would—it's uh, glorious and wonderful and uh-huh. amazing. But it gave me a whole new level of respect uh-huh. for mothers and what mothers go through. And you know, you're sitting there the whole time going, "I didn't have to do anything." Well, you had a few moments of fun. I mean, yeah, I did, but I had no <laughs> like. 
what I nothing. Yeah, your I, your work comes now. The whole thing was yeah. pleasurable for me. Yeah. All I had to do is go work a second job to pay for this kid. Right, your work comes now. And I did it at a golf course where mm-hmm. I w- would have been anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but so, birthdays are still a nice day well, to say, hey, I'm glad you were born. So, I'm happy you're here. Yes, and I wrote her a, an incredible note. It was several pages mm-hmm. about what she means to me and to our family and how lucky I am to have met her and you know all the all the things that I'm so good at. Uh-huh. And uh, she was just in tears. Aww. And I said, well, you know, I, that's what I do. But um, bringing women to tears for the past mm-hmm. 20 years. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but she, when my wife asked to do something, I know it's very important to her because she is, like I said, she is not a materialistic person. Any yeah. st- so if she asks, and she never says, she just asks. Mm-hmm. And I know I better do the thing because it's important to her. So she randomly is like a couple weeks ago, what are we doing for my birthday? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I don't know. What are we doing for your birthday? What, I said, what would you like to do for your birthday? Right. Because clearly there is something you want to do she for your- She had something in yeah. mind. And then she, oh, no, I just want to said, what would you like to do you for your birthday? Say, out with it. And so she said, well, I kind of have been wanting to go to this place called the Cake Bake Shop. Yeah. Now, Casey, have you ever been to the Cake Bake Shop? No, but since you told me, I've looked it up online, and it looks amazing, and now I have to go. Kev, have you ever been to the Cake Bake Shop? I have not, actually. Now, there are two Cake Bake Shops. There is an original one in Broad Ripple, Mm -hmm. and then now there is one in Carmel. Yeah. And if you are a man, and you want to win a woman's heart. Now, let me preface by saying you will need to take out a second mortgage in order to do this. (laughs) But if you want to win a woman's heart and you can suck it up, again, I don't know what the gates of hell actually look like, but I'm going to guess as a man, it may be slightly similar to this. No, But those, if you can suck it up for two hours Mm -hmm. and push your way through, look at it. You are in fantasy fantasy land over here looking at this. It's beautiful. It is. It's like, I'm sure it's what Taylor Swift's house looks mm-hmm. like. Um, Lots of blush colors oh and pinks and creams gosh, and it's just flowers and confetti not, not and a, not cake. A, and not a big screen TV or a, right. craft be- or a, or a, a, a domestic beer to be found anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, I've really wanted to go to this uh, cake bake yeah. shop. And um, when she said that, my heart sank because I've been there before. <laughs> but then I realized you said, "Okay, it's your birthday." I said, "It's it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd love to make you happy, and we can absolutely do that." And um, then you were worried because you were going to have to wear something besides sweatpants. Well, I did. I had to put on <laughs> nice pants and a, and a jacket, and and we went. And um, then she, then she uh, I don't know why she did this. Um, she invited one of her very close friends and her husband, and mm-hmm. they're wonderful, and we love them. Oh, double date. But I had budgeted for X amount. I was like, okay, okay the damage for the cake bake shop is going to be this little box mm-hmm. right here. And then randomly at church on Sunday, she's asking her friend, she's like, would you like to come to the cake oh, bake shop with us? nice. And I'm like- You had to add another box. Wait, shouldn't I have been consulted about this? No, it's her day. So um, we went, <laughs> and I stayed off my phone the entire time. Yeah, so that's that that couple hours when you weren't, you know, yeah. answering my texts. And I was very attentive, <laughs> and she had a great time. Good. And um, if you are a man and you have done something egregiously wrong in your marriage or relationship, <laughs> if you need uh, an instant. 
uh, pick me up in terms mm-hmm. of getting back into your wife's good grace. You're going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is not. I doubt it. You know, it's it's like training for a marathon. It, it was chosen as one of the best brunch spots in the country. So it has to be good food. Did you have cake? Casey. Because look at the, I mean, this is, this coconut cake looks amazing. You've got this chocolate espresso cake, black forest cake, tiramisu, German chocolate. Like, what did you eat? Your husband's going to need to take you there. Oh, yeah. I can tell this you want to go. Oh, yeah. This is on the list. What did you eat? Casey. What did you eat? You have now seen the pictures of both of us. I know, and it's amazing. And we have worked together for how long? Almost two years. Does this look like almost as long as you've been married? Does this look like the sort of place that you would that of my own volition and free will that I would say I can't wait to go there? (laughs) No, but I I have to imagine they're they're, good. Look, Casey, you know my pet. Like I am, I I the food is. I'm just the wrong person to ask this because I am fine. I eat based on where I have coupons most of the time. Yeah, I know. So like an Arby's. Uh, chicken, bacon, and Swiss was mm-hmm. every bit as good as what I had there. I'm sure many people are just aghast, you know, that I've said this out loud. This was not for me. None of this was for me. But Casey. they have a maple walnut crumb cake they and do. a blueberry they have crumb all the cake. stuff. I gotta ask you. Yeah. Now, is this the type of establishment that a young single man oh, yeah. could walk into and kind of scope out the area? This is not Kilroy's Cav. I mean, this right. is. I mean. I I venture now. I have been this to this this uh, hell on earth a handful of times in my life, mm-hmm. and it seems to be um, a place where women tend to go mm-hmm. with other women, mm-hmm. right. or they are dragging their husbands or boyfriends at gunpoint. <laughs> sure. No, I mean, I'm just gonna say I saw many men that were there, and not one of them had a single solitary smile on their face. Oh, that's not true. Yeah. It, it, it's been voted the best hot chocolate in by Indianapolis. By women, Casey. By women. It this looks is, amazing. This is paradise for women. <laughs> well, this is, it would be as if your husband mm-hmm. was allowed to go to the Sports Illustrated Museum. It is the roles were reversed. You would be jamming your head with a giant mallet trying to get out of there. I don't and he know. would be perfectly happy. He's a bit of a foodie. I think he might get into the uh, creme brulee. Look at this stuff. <laughs> I You can't remember what you had. That's how just unengaged you were. No, I know totally what I had. What I had, did you have? I had a, it was a, they have fancy names for them. They don't like call them sandwich there. Mm-hmm. It was a ham Sandwich with a fancy something on it. <laughs> a ham sandwich. And a gumbo of some sort. Mm-hmm. Did you and, get dessert? Uh, we, My wife and I got a, they're very, very large pieces of cake. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we split a piece of, I think it's called million dollar cake. Of course it is. And uh, it, it almost did. Well, I sent a photo to my dad because he was watching Olivia. And uh-huh. I sent him a photo with the price of, because you can buy the whole cake. Yeah. And I said, would you like me to bring you home a $150 cake? <gasps> Really? Oh, wow. I bet it was beautiful, though. Look, if you, again, and I say this with the utmost. She's worth it. Oh, it was total. It was fine. I would do it a million times. She was so happy, and that is all that that matters. I told her, I said, I'm going to get a whole radio segment out of this, by the way. Um, (laughs) This is going to pay for itself on the air tomorrow. uh, She goes, oh, I feel how bad this costs. I said, oh, it's fine. I'll just go work at the golf course and ignore you for a whole week. It'll be fine. We'll make the money back. But no, she had fun. Here is, all seriousness, all kidding aside, we're just having fun here. But if you're a man, Mm -hmm. there is no 
better thing mm -hmm. that you can likely do for your wife or girlfriend. <laughs> and if you instigate the suggestion. Yeah. You got to make a reservation. Oh, way in advance. Yeah. And it's like one of those places where I think if you break the reservation, you get charged. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's like just a flood of people. Yeah. You will probably not be able to be seated right away when okay. you go in there. It's a whole. It's a thing. It's and a you, whole. And you got to look nice. You got to look nice and smell good. So, Kev, your, your order of operation here should be like you would meet the woman. Here would be great for you. Is Let's, this, this isn't yeah. first date material. No, but this here, is like but here's, in the relationship. Here's how this would work. And yeah. it just this just dawned on me. And this would have been brilliant. I wish I'd have thought of this years ago. This mm -hmm. would have been awesome. So you meet the girl at whatever college townie bar that's near you. And here's the line you drop on them after about, I don't know, 20 minutes. You're Lay like, on me. Well, you're like, you know, this place is all right. It's not really kind of like the place I usually like to hang out with uh, out at. And then she'll be like, oh, really? Like, where do you go? It's like, well, I really, first, I'm a little more upscale. Like, you know, like the cake bake shop. Have you ever been to the cake bake shop? Mm -hmm. And boom, that is second date guaranteed, that Kevlar. That like a good line. Yeah, absolutely. Well, happy birthday, Gabrielle. I hope it was a fantastic She got to spend night. it with me. <laughs> what could have been better? Oh, boy. It is Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Does anyone have more fun than us on this show? No one. It is 11.35 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Who was going to do a segment like we just did? About the cake bake yeah. place? Who on WIBC with the predominantly male audience, we love all the broads that are listening out mm -hmm. there too, who is going to do that segment and make that entertaining and engaging the way we did? You know who might actually talk about that would be Terry Stacy. That's true. She would probably love that place That's as true. well. And I bet uh, Kylan, who, mm -hmm. is, who does the, yep. the Sunday morning show with Terry, which is just awesome. And- and I bet Allison uh, Hammer and Nigel's yeah. producer would like the cake bake yeah. place as well. But I mean, we pulled that off, and that was some great radio, and that is why this <laughs> show so proud is yourself. so widely acclaimed. You're so proud of I yourself. Mean, I mean, oh, by the way, I did I did want to update somebody on something earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, remember how we talked about how much money that I had saved Brownsburg, mm -hmm. and that somebody had done the math, and they said two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Well, I got a message from. Uh, Brian Jessen, who is the is a former town councilman in Brownsburg, and people know our history. He's loathe to be like Rob's great, like he's the last guy who's going to say that. He said no, it's actually incorrect. Two hundred and twenty million dollars. Oh, is the amount that you have saved the taxpayers? Even more. So even one of my frenemies there, right, even giving is props. giving you accolades. Two hundred twenty million dollars for Casey. all of your That's, hard work. I mean that, like, I mean. I, Anyway. Wouldn't you like just 10% of that? Oh, my goodness. Give me a little cut. That's the way we should probably actually do that in government, shouldn't we? <laughs> like, you get a percentage of whatever you save mm -hmm. the tax. Because that happens in business all the time. Right. Yeah. It's like your bonus, right? Yeah. Um, so let's talk about what's going on with the White House. Uh, do we this, have to? Just really quick, uh, because I want to play something from uh, Joe Biden. They said that the first response to the Jordan drone attack won't be the last. And they're preparing for weeks of strikes rather than just one strike. This may be a multi-level, multi-tiered thing. Have they announced that officially? Is that from them? That is from John Kirby, White House spokesperson. Oh. He said that any retaliation will be tiered. So this is what's so weird about the way these people do business is um, you you don't do anything. Mm -hmm. And now we're, I mean, we're not quite a week yet, but you're going on, you were going on a week. And then you say, well, now it's going to be this big, huge thing. 
and initially your thing is we don't want to telegraph what we're doing. That's your excuse why you're not talking about it. But now you're telegraphing exactly what you intend right, to do. Exactly. No, I just none of it makes any sense to me, Casey. So we had talked, I believe it was yesterday, how Joe Biden had not called the families of these soldiers who were killed in that drone strike. Well, he finally did. He called one of the soldiers' families, and um, let's take a listen. I know there's nothing anybody can say or do to ease the pain. I've been there. And by the way, we're promoting her posthumously to sergeant. Oh, wow. That is the best news I've heard today. Thank you so much. You don't know how much that means to us. Oh, well, I tell you what, it means a lot to, a lot to me. My son spent a year in Iraq until I lost him. And uh, I, uh, you know, 1%. 1%. Hey, wait, wait, pause. Can you just pause that? He lied. I know. He lied He's... right to that poor woman. Even during this call... He says that he lost his son in Iraq. I Isn't that, that unbelievable? I heard that, Craig, right? He said, that's where I lost him. That's where I lost him. Yeah. I mean, like, I, do you want to play it again to make sure? Yeah, can we just rewind that, like, whatever that is, 10 seconds or whatever that would be? Talk to me. My son spent a year in Iraq. That's how I lost him. And, uh, My son spent a year in Iraq. Uh, that's how I lost his, him. His son died mm-hmm. of brain cancer in the United States. Mm-hmm. Isn't that unbelievable? He's just so trying to relate what they're relate to what they're going through. And even in that moment, he can't be honest. Do you think it is he's trying to relate to what they're going through or he's just it's the OJ theory. Do you think he really believes that's what happened? It's the OJ theory. Like, I think if you hooked OJ Simpson up to a lie detector today and said, did you kill Nicole Brown Mm -hmm. and Ron and Ronald Goldman? He would pass the lie detector and say no. I think because he believes that told himself that so many times. Mm -hmm. Has Biden told himself this lie so many times or told this lie so many times that maybe in his world, he genuinely believes that that Bo Biden died in Iraq? Possibly. Who knows what's going on in his brain at this point? Yeah, that's unbelievable. I think it is very nice, though, that he did promote her, although posthumously, to sergeant. So that's something for the family to hold on to, I guess. Um, More women said that they would support Joe Biden over Donald Trump in the latest survey. 58% of women backing Biden with only 36% backing Trump. And this is from a new poll. Okay, so you don't have to take it. I know people get mad when we point this out on mm -hmm. when we, you know, talk about the election but we're telling you the information that's coming in. And again, one poll is a snapshot of a moment in time. I don't put a lot of credence into it. But when you have multiple polls done by different people that continuously say the same thing, you should probably realize that's a thing. And Donald Trump has a major, major, major issue with women. Mm -hmm. And the problem for Trump is most of his issue with women is not his policies. It's his mouth. Exactly. And so you can win people over who aren't on your side if you change course on policy. But if people simply, this is like dating, right? If somebody simply doesn't like you, they don't like you. There's nothing you're going to do. It doesn't matter. You can get a better haircut. You can get a bigger wallet. You can get a better job. You can lift a bunch of weights mm-hmm. sometimes people just don't like people and uh-huh. this is the issue that I, I don't and i say this as someone who i don't have the answer for you know what it is he's got to figure out how to get better with women so uh men still prefer donald trump though 53 percent of men said they'd vote for trump 42 percent choose biden so 
I guess it depends on who's going to turn out. But, of course, when you throw Nikki Haley into this hypothetical matchup, she beats Biden, whereas Trump doesn't. And then that doesn't even account for if you put Robert Kennedy Jr. Here's a question for you, Casey. If I told you today... Mm -hmm. Nikki Haley would beat Joe Biden in a presidential election, 100% guaranteed. Yeah. Would I vote for her? Would you take that guarantee or would you risk it with Trump? Oh, wow. Like if I told told you the crystal ball uh, says Haley 100% wins, you'll get a Nikki Haley presidency, which means Mm -hmm. Biden is out. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you risk? It's like deal or no deal where you've yeah. got the, the money. Oh, what would you would you take it or not? I, I I almost think I might. And there's a lot of people who would. Yeah. There's a lot of people who absolutely That's would. really risky though, because you know she's gonna spend just as much this as Joe is, Biden does. This is the point, right? I mean, this is where this is where we're at. I mean, is it really is there really a difference? What in the world is that in the background? Oh, that's the Beatles. That's Helter Skelter. Yeah, Yeah, defend this. Go ahead. Oh, go on. Tell Um, me how great this is. I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to let everybody know that Abdul (laughs) is joining us next with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. the Kendall and Casey show. I'm Rob Casey's here. And what better way to wrap up the program? We do it every Thursday. He's an author. He's a broadcaster. He's a provocateur. He's the owner and operator of IndiePolitics.org. Abdul Akim Shabazz, hello. The fun just never stops in my universe. Oh, days. my goodness. <laughs> the Just the uh, the political class just keeps your uh, cigars and martinis <laughs> flowing. And, and now the dry January is over. <laughs> well, so let's start with uh, you You and I, you and us, uh, Are kind of, this blows my mind are kind of the only two Indianapolis media groups that have covered this. And to me, this is such a huge story. I cannot believe that Indianapolis media is not more over this. But the Jamie Knoll saga continues. He is, of course, uh, regular listeners to us will know, but just a refresher, he's the former Clark County Sheriff, soon-to-be former Clark County GOP chairman, uh, former soon-to-be former Central Committeeman for the state Republican Party, which makes him one of the 2025 most powerful Republicans in the state. He has charged, been charged with 15 felonies related to time as the, the sheriff of Clark County. Well, now there's, well, that's 15 felonies right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. And now there's, there's all these investigations related to this non, non-profit that he was a part of, this, this volunteer fire department. And now the wife, Misty Knoll, you reported this over at IndyPolitics.org yesterday, charged with 10 counts of tax evasion and theft. Looks like, uh, according to the authorities, it was a family affair. It was, it was quite the family affair. Oh, my gosh. I actually read the probable cause affidavit uh, last night. Uh, when I when I got uh, wind of it was going on, and it's just amazing uh, how much uh, they're accused of uh, stealing from the not for profit, and what then according to the probable cause affidavit, uh, the not for profit had a, a like an American Express like black card or gold yeah. card, and so over like from 2018 to 2022, they basically charged almost three million dollars worth of stuff. We're talking trips, we're talking cosmetics, jewelry, 
Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a firefighter needed Victoria's Secret for. <laughs> going to for, going to Fireblaze Unica, but okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Casey, let's do a little 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 role play here. Are you yeah. ready? All right. So think about you said it's about a five year period. Okay. If you were to add up in your regular life how much you've charged on a credit card, I'm not gonna ask you what the number is. Oh wow! But in your like your own life, uh-huh. I'm gonna guess it's still nowhere near three million dollars over a five year period. If you've charged $3 million in five years, I need to be nicer to you. If you no, this- no, I, I'm tr- I'm trying to do the math, and I'll never be able to do it. But no, it would not equal $3 million. And I can't afford that sort of lifestyle working here at this radio station. And according to you, they did this with a, with a non-profit credit card. My question, Abdul, is uh, some of the things that were bought with that credit card. Jewelry, cosmetics, manis, petties. You mentioned the Victoria's Secret. And there has been a time in my life where uh, the dude has been in in charge of the finances and he has just strictly handed over the credit card and said okay when you need to fill up with gas when you need to go grocery shopping use this one putting a man in charge good move and Casey. i and i never questioned it could this perhaps possibly no. maybe ever <laughs> no no where he no. just said here's no. the credit card honey this is the one to use uh uh-uh, no uh-uh, no no <laughs> you are we're absolutely positively sure I'll, that she I'll, had I'll, knowledge according to the probable cause affidavit she had quite a bit of knowledge okay yeah because, all right because, I mean, because because she's been charged with felonies and uh-huh. these are this is serious business and not not not, not only addition uh, are there like the the ten state charges? And this, these are state charges right now because there's a lot more coming. The fact uh, that they also got charged with tax evasion mm-hmm. because they didn't pay four million dollars worth of tax, almost four million dollars worth of taxable yeah. income. Once again, according to the probable cause affidavit, that not only not only not only do you not do you get in trouble with your state tax, but you also get in trouble with guess who? Yeah, federal the federal taxes. Yeah. Okay, so here's the intrigue on this though, Casey. It's not whether these guys are scumbags and greaseballs. It appears they they are. <laughs> um, it's Jamie Knoll was one of the most powerful Republicans in the state. And I am told, Abdul, uh, that he might have been the sort of guy who knew dirt on other people and was keeping Uh. notes, mental or otherwise, of that. My intrigue on this is, because it appears there's overwhelming evidence on this stuff, what does he know, and is he willing to sing for his supper in order to help himself, and who might get ensnared in his little web of tales? Well, plea bargain. It's funny. You should ask that question, Robert. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. There, there are a couple of things in the, in the plea bargain front. First of all, his wife, Missy Knoll, uh, is reportedly trying to work out a plea deal uh, with the state and federal government. She'll serve a little bit of time, uh, pay a penalty, but to keep their daughter uh, out of out of jail because one of the daughters was also, I want to say, one of the officers of the Volunteer Firefighter Association charity. So, so there's that equation, and so there's a question as to whether Jamie will uh, turn state's evidence uh, as well and to, to try to get his daughter uh, a better deal. Because one of the other things that was uh, mentioned in the probable cause affidavit was they also paid for college books, college textbooks. I'm like, hey, well, why would you need to pay for college textbooks? But then again, I also found to have a daughter in medical school uh-huh. up here at uh, up here at uh, Indiana University. So, you know, what's interesting and I'm not trying to equate this these is a two family affair. Well, this is here's what's interesting to me. And I'm not trying to equate the two things that people are accused of. So this whole Vince McMahon thing is going on yeah. right now. And his now son is son-in-law, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Triple H, whatever his stage name is, is kind of running the show over there now since Vince has been thrown out for all the horrific sex allegations, et cetera. And he got asked about this the other day about, you know, what did you know and when, when? 
you're married to the guy's daughter, Mm -hmm. you were help running the company with him, and he gave this bizarro, winding, non-answer, and it was like, wow, someone should have trained you better. When is Holcomb going to get asked, and is he going to have a better answer than what Triple H had on Vince McMahon? Because no doubt, there's photos of that guy, Holcomb, saying claiming he was checking on Jamie Knowles' daughters at college. You can't say... Oh, I didn't know anything about this guy. Well, well, well the stories have been running around for for a while, but but no one no one's ever no one no one was really able ever, able to really prove anything. But number two, also, you got to understand too that you know to a certain degree, people have double lives. I mean, how many how many times have you, how many times have you watched like an A and E or Discovery? You know, the guy was a serial killer. Had like bodies in the crawl space. Yeah, he, the body. I'm doing the bodies were in the basement. He's you said he's buying houses in other states. Yeah, but but if I don't know, but if I don't uh, ah if I don't know what Rob Kendall's doing. I don't know what you're doing here because you know, we know each other pretty well. Yeah. But if you're buying a house, say, like back in Illinois, I have no idea that you bought a house in Illinois. Uh, but you would know if I'm leaving the country on elaborate <laughs> uh You might junk, see the junk, jewelry. Driving expensive cars that aren't. I mean, some you, somebody's got to ask him at some point, hey, what did you know? I'm going to put you in charge of that. How about that? That's your job. Don't you guys have, what do you call them, jauntlets or juggernauts or whatever, media scrums? Media scrums or, yeah. yeah, there you go. What did you, you know? When did you yeah, know that, it? That's yeah. your job. Say, question on behalf of Rob Kendall and Casey Daniels, <laughs> what did you know and when? Oh, then I'll get no comment. Right. I'll, 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 how about asking for, on behalf of me and Indy Pollard? Perfect. I'm going to put you in charge of that. Um, so... Is the indie media ever going to catch on about, hey, this is a lot bigger than just some guy in Clark County, that this is like I, I think, a hugely I, powerful person? I, I think they will catch on if there is an Indianapolis connection. Uh, because right well, now. Well, isn't there with him being the chair of the Republican Party down there? No. Well, he was. He was a former chairman of the yeah. Republican Party. The, the question is because uh, he stepped down as chairman of the 9th District, uh, turned his resignation, and also uh, submitted his resignation as Clark County chairman. Uh, pinning the caucus, and once they once they replace, he'll he'll step down. the 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 million dollar question is, you know, and in the in the money that he that he doled out, there's sort of two camps. There's money he gave to not for not for profit groups, like you no know, your typical charities, which those people are fine. However, what the what the what the government, what state police and the, and the federal government are looking at, are donations that he may have given to elected officials. Was he trying to buy? Elections, but uh, we try to buy influence. Mm-hmm. That's what that's where their focus is going to be. And you made an interesting point of state house happenings. If indeed he bought property out of state, now that's why the feds are looking into this. Yeah. It's it's tax evasion, which is what they always get you on. Mm-hmm. Which is why I say if you're going to steal, fine, just report your income. So that way they don't get you on that. Uh, but secondly, yeah, the fact that he bought uh, homes in other states, you no, know, and uh, did other things. There's mail fraud. There's wire fraud. Uh, no, and the federal government uh, was told is basically waiting for. The state to get all its charges filed to see if the federal government needs to step in. Okay, real quick before we let you go, uh, signature time coming due. We obviously covered uh, the Nikki Haley not getting the signatures to get on the ballot here in Indiana. I got to admit, Casey, I did not know, uh, and this, you know, it pains me to admit I didn't know something. Mm-hmm. I did not know different signatures were due different days. I thought it was all the same day for everyone. Apparently, the presidential signatures uh-huh. are due before the governor and Senate signatures. So let's talk about the governor's race. What is it, February the 9th? February 9th is the filing deadline. Suzanne's in. Uh, uh, Doden's Doden. in. I think everybody assumes uh, Braun may be in, too, by this point, but everybody knows he's going to get his thing. I think Braun's in, too. I think Braun's got like 9,000. Yeah, yeah, Braun's in. So you got Do- uh, uh, the Chambers, who, I mean, if 5 million bucks can't buy you 4,500 signatures, I think you really need to uh, check your uh, campaign structure. Mm-hmm. So everybody's going to assume he's in. Is Curtis Hill going to get those signatures? 
I don't know yet. Uh, the last time Curtis and I spoke was about, oh, let's say a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he said they were on track, but I got to actually, I will circle back with him later today. Is Curtis going to be going door to door in some far corner of the state begging people to sign his petition? Yeah, look, it's Black Elvis. All right, great. <laughs> is the Senate race at the same time as the governor's race, those signatures? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, I think President Chance have a different date. The, 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 the Senate and the statewide candidates have a different the That's Senate weird, and, isn't it? Why would they do that? Any idea? You know these people. I'm sure there's some corrupt, nefarious reason for that. That I don't know yet. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you. You get to the bottom of that. After <laughs> That's you find another out, question. Yeah. You after ask. you find out what the governor knew about Jamie Noel, why don't you get to the bottom of that? Aren't you glad you came on the show? Rob's uh, doling out homework for you. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. We've been doing this for 10 years. <laughs> this is how it works. Uh, are you working this weekend? Uh, this weekend, no. Of course not. But I am working next weekend. No one makes more doing less than you. Hey, my, my laziness is my motivation for that's my efficiency. That's very good. All right, you're the best. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Abdul. And that's going to do it for us today. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you for listening. We've got Tony Katz, who's up next. This is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.